Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to empower you after you've experienced a traumatic event. I'll also be interviewing Carolyn Hauser-Carson, a naturopathic doctor and humanistic psychotherapist who reviews her book, Blossom, Seven Steps to Sexual Healing. This book gives you powerful and practical tools to help you overcome any sexual trauma you may have faced. For more information on Carolyn, please visit womeninthefloor.com. You may also purchase Carolyn's book on Amazon or in the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com. <laughs> I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Empowerment after a traumatic event. Life happens to all of us. Many of us will experience multiple types of trauma throughout our life. When that happens, what do we do? In some cases, we don't tell anybody. We sit with the trauma and we go to our grave, never expressing to people what we experienced. And of course, the more support we have in our life, the more successful we're going to be with finding the answer that we seek. Empowerment is simply taking something you're given and you become the one who determines what's to do next. You're the one who finds the recourse or the strength or the tenacity to overcome whatever it is you experience. You've heard me say before that an event is either a stumbling block or a stepping stone. Once you find perspective, that's when you decide if it is going to be a stumbling block or a stepping stone. And of course, in the moment, it's hard to find that perspective, but the perspective will eventually come. But what happens if you don't tell anybody about what happened? We have what's called emotional blackmail. The thoughts that we create in our mind essentially hold us hostage. They tell us that we can't tell anybody. If anybody were to learn about what we experienced, they would think this about us. They would think that about us or the perception of us would change. When we hear something over and over again, we believe it. And unfortunately, if you have those thoughts in your mind, you're going to listen to those thoughts over and over and over again until pretty soon you actually believe that, that if the people who love and care about you were to know about what you experienced, they would think negatively of you or they would think poorly of you. But my friend, that is not the truth at all. You have so many people who love you, who support you, who would love to care for you. If you hold this to yourself, then unfortunately you will torment yourself. You will relive that trauma over and over again. There is an answer for you. My guest today, Carolyn Hauser Carson, has an amazing book that she's going to be discussing. It gives you practical ways in which you can overcome any sexual trauma you may have experienced. But I wanted to really help you look at this emotional blackmail. 
If you find that you have emotional blackmail in any area of your life, unfortunately, you're doing yourself a disservice. Unfortunately, you are tormenting yourself because you'll never open up to the people around you, the people who love you, the people who want to support you and care for you. So take that first step. Don't be held hostage by your experience as these people help you find your way, find your path. You can then use this as a stepping stone. A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled, When All Hell Breaks Loose. <laughs> We've all experienced those times when nothing seems to go right. This class will specifically train you how to process the event, regroup, and use what was thought as a stumbling block and turn it into a stepping stone. Enroll in the class today. Caroline Hauser Carson is a German-trained neuropathic doctor, humanistic psychotherapist, family constellations facilitator, and is the author of the book, Blossom, Seven Steps to Sexual Healing. Caroline is an international speaker and teacher on the subjects of spirituality, healing, and women's empowerment for almost two decades. Caroline combines her knowledge to help women and brave men to create love-filled lives that flow with a sense of ease and amazing results. Her work is based on the intersection of where the human body and experience meets the past and even the ancestral trauma, and shows how each individual's authentic and true self is the source of one's own good. Welcome to my show, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yes, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, so much has happened in the world today with the Me Too movement, and so many people, men and women, are finding the empowerment and the platform on which to say enough is enough. So your interview is very relevant today, so I really can't wait to just jump right into it. Thanks. Now, you started out in life. Unfortunately, you are able to say, be a part of the Me Too movement yourself. Would you give yeah. us a little bit of your backstory, and then we'll jump into your expertise? Yeah. So for me, I actually didn't realize that I was sexually abused as a child till in my 30s. Mm -hmm. um, I had gone to eating disorders and, and sexual molestation in my teenage years. And uh, I was suffering from eating disorders for over 10 years and was really, you know, had almost given up when um, I found a modality called Family Constellations, which is also mm -hmm. what I do now. Sure. That really helped me heal. And so in my early 20s, then... Um, I shared my story of healing from the eating disorders with a friend and he said, oh my God, if you've been able to heal yourself, you have to learn this. And so I spend my entire 20s when other people go to college and party, uh -huh. I spend it at like retreat centers. And oh, that's <laughs> great. That is great. And obviously it worked. <laughs> Primal scream groups and all kinds of stuff working on myself. And my mom would always say, oh my God, when are you going to start? Like, how are you going to make money? You can't wait tables for the rest of your life. And I'm like, mother, it's going to pay off someday. Yes. I, I promise. I promise. Yes. So to make a long story short, by the, by the time I was you know 30 I thought I had worked through everything I was working with clients and life was good I had had my first child which was really I really wanted to have a child and so I was very happy and then with her turning three my daughter I had a daughter first uh -huh. um, my memories of sexual early sexual abuse came back and it really threw me for a hoop because like I said I thought I, I had worked through everything and I knew everything about myself and and um, luckily, I had a, a spiritual teacher who at that time just said, you know, if this coming into your life now, it just means that this is connected to your purpose and that you're meant to help mm -hmm. many other people. And so what an amazing reframe, you know, I'm sure at that moment, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't even I, how could you even say that? But then upon reflection, like, oh, my God, maybe that's yeah. true. And that so that really helped me. So when I basically went on my own you know, hundreds healing journeys. <laughs> Again, <That's right. laughs> I kind of took a whole bunch of people with me and 
documented it and got their feedback and that's what the where the book how the book was born wow wow that that's that's amazing your philosophy itself i am really in tune with it myself you know the elements that you have is a key to healing from sexual trauma is integration uh, you know you mm-hmm. talk about how that really helps people move beyond the event and move to what's next tell us more about that version of integration and then we'll jump into the actual elements of the book Yeah. So when trauma happens, you know, a lot of people think that it's a psychological or mental issue or emotional trauma. And I think that's why a lot of people are so scared to even remember or go there or Mm -hmm. think, you know, think about it or come out of it with it. And um, what I've learned is is actually more of a um, energetic nervous system, physical impact. And so with the integration, I literally mean that there there's energy that's stuck in your body, negative yes. energy. And I'm simplifying here. Sure. Because, you know, for time's sake and everything. There's a whole bunch of negative energy that's gotten stuck in your in your nervous system and it's weighing you down. And that's why that's why you feel the way you feel. And that's why you're having trouble creating stuff that you want in your life. And so it's literally about learning to work with that energy to integrate it, to digest it. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you when you eat food, your digestive system digested and and you integrate the the nutrients become part of who you are yes. right? you integrate uh-huh. the, that stuff into yourself and so it's the same with the trauma and the energy that was generated by the traumatic event and the the body is a key instrument to doing so really working with the body and um so the, the book and a lot of the work that i do is about helping people to learn how to use their body as an instrument that's for, Transmutation. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I mean, there's so many different modalities as well. You know, for example, um, eye movement desensitization reprocessing. That's an element of removing that energy. Yours, I can't wait to hear about that, you know, with your book specifically, Blossom, Seven Steps to Sexual Healing. I know you actually have a seven-step methodology of how to do that. And so I'm so glad to hear there is an integration of the event, um, not only the processing, but then the essentially the integration part of it, and how people can go from a place of being a victim to thriving and living in a way that was beyond what they could ever imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's jump right into that. So with, once again, the book Blossom, Seven Steps to Sexual Healing, Blossom is actually an acronym that you use to help people uh, give step-by-step ways in which to overcome this. Why don't we jump into that? What does Blossom mean to you? So first, when I, when I first knew I was going to write a book, the word Blossom literally just appeared in my mind's mm, eye in the, in the book cool. cover, and I didn't, I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I've been like that realized, before. Okay, there's like, okay, there's seven steps Sunday. So the first step is really bringing your mind on board, which mm-hmm. basically means um, letting your subconscious know what's going to happen so that it will allow you to move forward and change because the subconscious always wants to keep you safe mm-hmm, and then exactly. no one is safe, right? Even if it's, if it's the bad situation or the trauma or it, what it knows. And mm-hmm. so in order for you to move into a different paradigm, you have to be comfortable with, you know, being in the unknown for a short period of time. And so you really have to bring that part of you that's protecting you on board. Otherwise, going to be very hard. Yeah. You know, but I really like, I mean, that's for some people, they may be like, think that's very obvious, but the reality is it's not because if one has been truly traumatized, then there is going to be this hypervigilance in every area of one's life and not recognizing that if you're not on board with sitting with those emotions or feelings or thoughts, then yes, you can't fully begin the journey until you know you're safe. And, and I think that's such a very practical and powerful first step. That's for sure. Things. Yeah. And then really the journey goes step by step into learning what it feels like, what energy feels like in your body, starting to re-inhabit your body 
learning what your intuition sounds like. Mm -hmm. So the third step is open to your intuition, but because your intuition will ultimately always guide you yes. in, to the right direction, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a way that you can know what it what it feels like and sounds like with you know, no shadow of, you know, with no doubt, basically. And I think that's so neat because once, you know, it's specifically if people have been traumatized as a child or just traumatized in general, there's usually, most people know their perpetrator. And with mm -hmm. that, that sense of trust, and then when you, perhaps if you have that, that, that intuition of this, this isn't right or this, whatever feelings you may experience, that really does break one's person's level of personal trust and recognizing exactly. what, is, what is right, what's healthy, what's true. And especially if, if the abuse has happened multiple times, I mean, regardless, we just really second guess ourselves, And so that is so mm -hmm. relevant and so powerful to learn to trust oneself because usually that first level of intuition was, was always right, you know, when, when the situation happened. And so mm -hmm. learning that you've obviously, the person's done nothing wrong, but that whole element of, you're right, I can trust myself. Something feels off. Let me listen to that. So that's mm -hmm. such, a, such an affirming, self-actualized um, power that we have. And so, so it's, I think it's going to be really incredible for yeah, people when they know, recognize it's, it's, that. It's, it's so ingrained in us to override it, right? It's such, mm -hmm. such deep programming because I think especially for women, you know, we've programmed ourselves to just say yes to everything just because we needed to survive. Mm -hmm. Maybe because we're the weaker gender in some sense, right? Mm -hmm. But like it's very deeply ingrained in us that we have to say yes, even if we don't want to. Yeah. And so rec just even recognizing that that's happening is a huge step. Yes. And once again, I think it's incredibly empowering. I really, I'm just, I'm just excited to hear this because I know Many people, when they have an aha moment, it's really going to liberate them. Yeah. So what happens next? So they, they recognize the intuition. And then what are the other steps that, that go along with this? The, the fourth step is really seeing with the eyes of truth. And this is one of the most challenging things to talk about. And a lot of people get very upset when I say this. And so I've, I've, I'm learning to say it in a way that's non-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. It basically, and I just always share my own story. In my own case, seeing with the eyes of truth meant to see that actually that what happened has a gift in it. It certainly does. Yes. Right. And so it has to do with personal responsibility, that step and taking personal responsibility, but not in a way where it means, oh yeah, you know, this is your part and it's your fault. And no, it's about, okay. So if I came here as a conscious creative being and I wanted to create something, how did this help me become that person? Yes. So taking responsibility for who you are and what you wanted to learn mm -hmm. and who you're becoming because you're learning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, yeah. and I think it really goes along with that as well as in every situation, there is a, there's a lesson. It's a blessing and a burden. And unfortunately, when a situation happens, we, we, in, in, you know, as you would know, in our since you're a psychotherapist as well, there's what's called radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is essentially the situation has happened. You remove the feelings from it and you look at the facts as they are. This has happened. And then what? It doesn't mean you agree with it. doesn't mean you appreciate it. It doesn't mean any of that. But these are the facts. And so what do you do on the, outs, on the other side of it? Yeah. And so learning how to say, is this a stepping stone or a stumbling block? What am I going to do? with this and of course there is that initial reactions of of grief and loss and and all that goes along with it but then what you know if i were to come up and startle you of course you're gonna be scared but if a person's scared for like the next hour well that doesn't make sense because then it goes from the initial response to now what do i do with this and that's where i think the lesson for many people where they struggle is that initial response versus now it's my responsibility to do something about it and to yeah. figure it so out the, in ourselves. The hard, the hard part about that is that, you know, it is really, it, first of all, with sexual abuse, you know, you feel really damaged and broken. Oh my gosh, basically. Yes. Right. So it goes really, really deep. And, um, and 
also our you know it literally alters our brain chemistry mm -hmm. and the as you would know you know the the fight or flight our survival brain is very very strong and so you could have all the good intention and goodwill to actually wanting to see it differently and when your subconscious senses senses danger uh, it will take over and you'll be a different animal yes Right. So a lot of the work that I do is actually helping people work with their own inner brain chemistry so that that doesn't happen or happen less and less. Wow. Right. So that the that the brain stays calm enough so that you um, don't turn into a frightened lizard. basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and I wanted to ask you this as, as, as I hear you say all that, you know, each step is so powerful. How do you make sure that each step is is in, integrated or in other words, it's implemented each time. So if, if you're seeing, if you're on the, the first S, the C with the eyes of truth, and then all of a sudden you start to feel overwhelmed, I mean, you've got to go back to the first part of bring your mind on board. I mean, how do you really help them make sure that each step is really crystallized in their brain? So it's a seven week journey and every step has a week dedicated to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So you could, you can spend, um, you could literally take it as a, like a journal and work with a page every day. Or you could just work with a page every week and do it over, you know, a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. um, but it is very, it is very structured in a way so it's not overwhelming because it, it, there is time to integrate it. And for each concept, so, you know, for, for your intuition, you have seven days and seven different ways to kind of like do the same thing. It's it's almost like you're going to the muscle booze in the first day, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it one way and the next day you're doing it another mm -hmm. way. And altogether it kind of makes you stronger yes and so by the time that they actually get to the actual integration work which is in week five um you've already practiced all these other tools for a while and you're starting to 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 feel comfortable and developing a new basically a new language almost mm. with yourself wow that's very powerful and i think also just really recognizing when you start to feel triggered or when you start to feel overwhelmed because that means you just obviously need to slow it down and to make sure that you're really practicing all the previous steps to make sure you can go to the next one. I mean, I'm just, I'm, that makes sense to me because the stronger one's foundation is spe specifically with the different steps they've learned, the healthier they're going to be when they make this transitional, going through this chrysalis and then they come out on the, on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately it's all geared towards just you learning to be in your body and learning to help yourself, learning to get your nervous system out of overdrive and, and there's not, you know, there's not that much to it other than, well, if you haven't been in your body, you need to learn how to be in your body mm -hmm. first to do it, right? Yeah. And I really like this, you know, I know I keep saying that, but it's, I, I, I love hearing how, I don't say it's, it's very practical, but it's also many times in our field, in psychotherapy, it's sometimes just only um, talk therapy. Yes. And so <laughs> with <laughs> talk therapy ad nauseum, which is, if, please, of course, my listeners understand that that definitely has its place, but I really like how you integrate the, the physicality or the physiology in something to really integrate that because I think sometimes that's lacking in so many treatment modalities. And yeah. so you really help them from a physiological, neurological standpoint, the integration with the talk therapy, integration with that sense of reliving this and from a place of empowerment. I, I think it, it, I can definitely see how it would be incredibly cathartic yeah, for so it, many people. It makes it really practical and it also does, yeah. makes it so that you don't have to, you know, a lot of people I think feel when they have, when they start, wor you know, working on their trauma, oh my God, I'm going to be taken out. I can't function for like these mm -hmm. next months or so. You know, you can do this in your everyday life and you don't have to completely go into a deep abyss and, and be thrown, you know, upside down and all of sure. that. Sure. 
because once again, it would bring them back to that level of not feeling empowered. And I think anytime anyone goes through any version of therapy, if they lose that sense of empowerment, it becomes, they become very primal or very primitive, I suppose, in their thoughts and feelings. And in that they just lash out and they, or they just shut down from that fight or flight effect. And that's where people don't want to go there because there's no, there's no end in mind because they think that the result is going to be what they initially experienced when they did experience the trauma. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm really excited to hear how my listeners are able to really learn this and to really implement that in their lives. You know, switching gears here a bit with the whole Me Too movement, and once again, it's an amazing platform for so many people to find their voice. You know, one thing that you really stress is the part of what's next. You know, I think so many people have are able to tell their story in such a powerful platform, but then what? I mean, what happens next? And so help us understand how your work is really having people ask that question, what's next? Yeah. So, you know, coming out and basically saying this happened to me is a good first step, but it doesn't actually heal your nervous Mm -hmm. system, right? It doesn't get the energy out of your nervous system and puts you into a better feeling place. And so Blossom is really a great next step because it helps you truly heal and, and become whole again. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it sounds or, like you know, work like sure, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I think that you're that's really true because once you admit it and you you have that initial catharsis of I no longer have this this emotional blackmail that I feel that I couldn't tell anybody. Now, when a person can't do that, but like you said, then what? And so this is really going to help people find their their voice again, find their empowerment again, find their ability to function in a way that they never were able to before. Because unfortunately, that abuse and that trauma was always like that monkey on their shoulder and always whis- would whisper to them or tell them and influence them in a way that just was never true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you? I mean, you're an internationally known speaker. You do all these things. What's next for you, Carolyn? I, um, I, I, I keep, I will keep doing what I've been doing, but, um, and that is to running retreats and hopefully what's next for me will be to be an, an Oprah at some point. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, yes. That's where I, I want to go. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. And I can definitely see you doing that. And if my listeners, anybody of you out there has a connection to Oprah, definitely reach out to me, reach out to Caroline because we want to get her on Oprah's show. So that will be absolutely amazing. Yeah. And so I just wanted to, uh, to let your listeners know that if they go to my website, there's actually two tools. One will help them to to learn how to listen to their intuition. And the second one will help them actually to transmute the negative energy into positive wow. energy from the trauma. With, with those two elements that you just discussed, are those a really good foundational piece before yes. one reads the book or would you, are they standalone? In general. Okay. In general. And, and, you know, those are, if people just actually use those two tools, they would see tremendous changes in their lives. And I don't want to brag, but for me, what that meant, you know, using those two tools basically meant from going, going from chronic fatigue, burnout, bankruptcy and divorce within a very short amount of time to serving at a really high level and, you know, owning a house in the Caribbean, being married to my divine partner and soulmate. That's amazing. The list just goes on. That is so amazing. It's incredibly powerful and they're really simple tools. Yes. And I think that's one of the things I really, really appreciate about you, Carolyn, is it's so practical. I think so many times people have this idea that in order to find healing or to find integration, that it has some some esoteric concept and this and that, and it just gets so above their head. And then they're like, well, forget it. It's too much work. But I love yeah. these practical steps and it's so doable for everybody. But I wanted to thank you once again for being a guest on my show. Definitely give us those links to where these people can find your book and your website itself. Yeah, so my website is womeninthefloor.com, womeninthefloor, F-L-O-W, and everything that I do is for men as well. Of course, I just want to say that mm-hmm. usually men, women gravitate more towards my work, but men are welcome too. On my website, there's a link to a free Facebook group where I do daily meditations and 
you know, help people, guide them, answer questions, and just pop in and give tips and all kinds of stuff. That's you great. can find my book and then the two two tools that I was mentioning also on that website, womeninthflow.com. Wonderful. So Blossom, Seven Steps to Sexual Healing is a book that we were discussing today. What I'm going to do, Carolyn, as well, is I'm going to put that book in the store, uh, jamesmillerlifeology.com. So if my listeners aren't able to find it, simply go to the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com and it will link you directly to Amazon. So Carolyn, thank you so much for guesting with us today. It was an absolute pleasure hearing your wisdom and I'm very excited for my listeners to purchase your book, but also practice these very practical tools. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.